You're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Boggy Talk is recorded on Boggy Bayou in Niceville, Florida, and is hosted by Justin Wyatt and James Ross, pastors at Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith and life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. This podcast digs in to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk. Thanks for joining us for week two of... I'm kidding. Season two, right? Season two, week two. Season two, week two of our series... On fear, we're uh, dovetailing with our uh, sermon series, uh, "He Greater Than Fear," talking about fear. And today we are talking about strange noises. <laughs> that was a cat. We're gonna exhaust you guys with <laughs> that this was episode. a cat. <laughs> what are these strange noises? <laughs> but before we talk about <laughs> that. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I get to make weird noises for 30 to 45 and, and minutes. And it's acceptable. And it's like, acceptable. It's, it's, it's Which acceptable. I do on a continual basis at my house and amuse <laughs> some of the people yes. and aggravate some of the others. Man, my kids walk around and make noises and I'm like, gosh, there's so much noise in our house. Can they like the, the boys will walk around going, kick-a, kick-a. I'm like, why really? is that necessary? Why? But I just did it. And so that's why. They probably learned it from me. So uh, before we dive into what we're talking about, hey, I just ask this question. We get, asked, I get asked, you get asked sometimes. Hey, what are some podcasts besides Boggy Talk? Because we know that this is everyone's number one listen. But what are some podcasts that you listen to? Hmm, that's a what great. You listening to recently? Yeah, so um, I listen to the briefing uh, on a regular basis. That's uh, Al Moeller, and he just kind of. Uh, looks at things that are going on in the world and talks about them from a Christian perspective. And I think it's helpful. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, so uh, I listen to that a good bit. Revisionist History, Malcolm yeah, Gladwell. I, yeah, his yeah. voice is just one of the I most know. intriguing voices I know. ever. It's he's really... Like, Today on Revisionist History. I know. <laughs> if he has an audiobook, I'm like, man, I hope he's he's the one reading <laughs> yes. the audiobook. Um, and then I'll listen to some other pastors, you know, at sermons. Um uh, I don't really have like go-to uh, podcast necessarily other than that, but I've been really into the rise and fall of Mars Hill, which yes. I know you have been. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. talk about that, but what, what podcast have you been listening to other than that? Uh, yeah, I love the podcast called Knowing Faith. It's, um, it's uh, three folks, uh, they have an, like Knowing Faith Institute, and they just take a, kind of a conversation on a passage or a topic, and they're all, uh, it's JT English, Jen Wilkin, and another guy that the guy I can't remember. He's going to be so offended, you know, that I can't remember his name. Uh, but they, it's just great. They dive into uh, books of the Bible and really just go in depth, answer a lot of questions. I love that one. Um, I listen to Revisionist History sometimes, and um Tim Keller's uh, podcast. I just he's such a, a great teacher. I enjoy mm-hmm. that. There's uh, another podcast that's a, it's a David Platt. Uh, it's called um, Pray the Word. Pray the Word. Yeah, that yeah. is great for it the car. Uh, it is a short, like five to seven. He just reads a passage and prays. We listen to that in the car. Five to seven been, hours. Yeah, not short. <laughs> not, five to seven yeah, hour podcast. That's eight hours. You just said five to seven. Oh, so. Five to seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. So it's great for the car. It's great for kids. Uh, so people might be confused. And that's speaking why. of podcasts for kids, hey, a church member here. Has oh yeah, yeah. Is Laura Young backseat uh, Bible back nuggets? Seat Bible nuggets. Uh, yeah, that was cool because she just had this idea of hey, we've got this time in the car and I want to help families continue the conversation of faith in the car. And so, hey, you should check that out. Uh, it's Backseat Bible Nuggets. You can find that one. Um, and she's, she's a great 
she and her husband, Philip, are just great people. And I encourage you to check that out. Uh, and Rise and Fall of Mars Hill has been incredibly intriguing. Mars Hill, uh, incredibly intriguing. And if you don't know what this is about, uh, late 90s, early 2000s, um, there was a church called Mars Hill that was founded by a man named Mark Driscoll. It kind of became really popular uh, for a lot of different reasons. And then- He was like a drinking, cussing pastor. Yeah, so it was a big deal. And a lot of a lot of what he, he did- But he preached the word. Yeah, and a lot of his, a lot of his you know, shtick was really kind of- uh, the antithesis of the mega church church growth movement of the nineties. Uh, and so he was just this, you know, where everything was kind of catered to, you know, it was real nice and plush and, you know, and he was kind of raw and gritty and kind of attracted uh, that kind of crowd who was you know, drawn to that, like, Hey, I'm just going to tell you what it is. I'm going to yell at you and I'm going to, but it would, he, you know, I think genuinely started centered in the word. And then yeah. over time became much more about celebrity and uh, probably, probably a lot of, lack of accountability, um, and it all fell apart. And so the, the podcast itself is, um, more of a commentary, not necessarily on how this happened, but really the culture that create that allowed this to be created yeah. and kind of like the, the thing in all of us that kind of elevates people and leaders and what mm -hmm. attracts, what, what, what is it that attracts people to leaders like this? And ultimately leads to these leaders' demise. What have yeah. been your and thoughts? They, and they even took a break and looked at Joshua Harris yeah. and his deconstruction. Oh, of that the faith. was a and, heartbreaking and, but insightful episode. Yeah, too. and I would say the reason we're even giving some space to this is most of our listeners uh, or watchers or whatever are people who have been very involved in the life of this church or are very involved in their church. And and I think it, I think you would find it. Uh, insightful, you know, into um, just kind of things that happen in church leadership and church culture. Mm -hmm. um, and, and even people have experienced abusive leadership and yeah. bad leadership and those kind of things. And, and I think there's something to learn from. I, I would say that for me, I think there's just the, you know, I, I'm really just thankful for God's grace. I think that, you know, um, I, I don't know, you know, I don't mean like I had the comp, the competency to be that gifted of a leader, but I think that certainly the same things could be true of me if it weren't for, uh, accountability and God's, you know, discipline in my life. And I would just say, ultimately, I feel like that is the issue with Driscoll on the podcast is it seems like there was ultimately just a lack of accountability. And I think because people had jobs and things were going well and people were getting saved, they just kind of stopped yeah. questioning, mm -hmm. you know? And that's, that was, that's been the big takeaway is that people would ask, how could this have happened? How could this have gone on for so long? And it was because there were these tangible results of like people were coming to faith. And there, you know, even through the the bad things that happened in the culture that was in the church, so God was still working in, in spite of that. And so there were all these great results and the church was growing. And so it's one of the things they said, it's, it's hard to argue with results sometimes. And right. I think one of the other takeaway for me was that I'm just, you know, it's it's so important for a church, and I think this church and you know, church was at previous uh, have been blessed in that there have been very gifted leaders, and I think there's gifted leaders in our church right now. But this church, uh, you know, it didn't it, it doesn't revolve around a personality. You yeah, know, it's not yeah. like the ministry of this church doesn't revolve around you and your personality or me or my personality or any of our, any other staff. You know, it's it's about Jesus, and and that happens because there's there's shared ministry, right. there's accountability, there are certainly plenty of people here who will tell us, you know, like yeah. their thought, and, and I mean that in a good way for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you're like, oh. sometimes you err on one side <laughs> of another. That's okay. Right. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I'm thankful for that. And also recognizing like, 
relying on my own strength could very easily like make it about me or, you know, you can make it about you and it could start to become that. And we don't want to do that. And so it's a great reminder to be accountable to Jesus as the center of the story, not a platform. Right. And we don't want a platform. Yeah. I, I think this is kind of a good starting point yeah. into today's talk because, um, you know, we're talking about strange noises. That's one of the fear of children. And I think, um, you know, one of the things that happened in Mars Hill that were ignored uh, are these things that started to be said and happened that were were strange. You and they know? were just written off. Like, yeah. They're kind of like, oh, yeah. well, they're justified or even just minimized or ignored. Yeah. yeah. And so I think like, you know, when, when we start to hear strange noises, that the fact that we recognize those is actually a good thing. Mm -hmm. the, the question is, what do we do then? You know, right. or or do we are we afraid of those strange noises? And so I think you know we'll get to confronting those strange noises in just a second. But I think you know when you start to hear things from, so let's use the church as an example. You know, we say like we're not driven by personality and we're not just growing for the sake of growth. But a lot of churches have forsaked gospel fidelity, biblical fidelity, integrity for what works mm -hmm. for people, Result, you know, yeah. and, and that could be in a traditional mindset, a church growth mindset, whatever it might be. And I think like as believers, we have to be so informed by the scriptures that we're able to recognize, Hey, this is strange. Now, what do we do once we recognize that strange noise, you know, that coming into our life. Yeah, that's what do we do? We I there. think that's where we, we it's kind of like the check engine light comes on in your car. Right. You know, you need to do something. It's like if you're uh, you know, in your or house. if you hear clang, 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 yeah. clang, clang as <laughs> yeah. you're driving, it's, right? I should, I should get that yeah, yeah. checked out. But it's like you, strange noises should raise a flag for us that we're like, okay, hey, I need to do something about this or at, at, at a minimum, investigate and yeah. see what what's going on. Like if you're in your house and you hear water running, you're like, but I'm home alone. Like you should investigate what that is because right. you could have a leak and you want right. to be sure that you're taking care of things. And so, uh, you know, we talk about strange noises. We're talking about things that maybe strike us funny, you know, certainly, um, in the, in the, ter in terms of, of, of church and false teaching or teaching that may sound, uh, not just not right. Like I'm not sure about that, but then also we're going to get into this a little bit later. Just the, the, the voices in our head <laughs> that we hear these, these, these voices that we can hear of condemnation or, um, and just really thoughts that aren't of God, you know, that, uh, the enemy uh, attacking. And we taught, you talked about this, uh, uh, in this series, just talking about testing the spirits and, mm -hmm. you know, what, how do you, when you, as a pastor, Someone comes to you and say, hey, I heard this. How do I know if this is like right or wrong of God, not of God? What do you What do you say? Yeah. So if we hear a strange noise, I would say there's one of three things that need to be done. Mm -hmm. One is that's a threat. It needs to be dealt with. And the noise is coming from that threat. Right. Two is it's a neutral. So either it's a threat, but it's not, it's not a threat to me. And there's not really much I can do about it. Or three is actually something's wrong with me. And yeah. that's why I'm hearing what I'm hearing. Mm. And so I think we've got to figure out, you know, when we hear some kind of strange noise, whether it's something our spouse is saying mm. or something we're hearing from teaching in the Bible at church or uh, something that, you know, just happened in our culture. We've got to decide like, okay, d is this strange to me because something's wrong with me? Is this strange to me because there's this is a threat? Or is it strange, but it's neutral or it is a problem, but there's not really much I can do about it. And I, and I think, you know, 
we've really got to figure out how we assess that situation. Um, and I would say you need to talk to people about that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like that's the first thing is like, okay, here's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And you need trusted people that you can go to and say, this is what I'm hearing. Yeah. I think a huge part of that too is even even the ability to recognize a strange noise. Uh, so let's say that you're in conversation and uh, someone says something that's not true, like, or uh, that's, you know, not in line with scripture. Well, you can't recognize that if you don't know what right. scripture says. Right. And and I think that is, um, I think, increasingly a problem um, in the church because yeah. as culture moves on, many people are less and less familiar with what scripture teaches and more and more familiar with what someone teaches that scripture yeah. teaches or says that, you know, you know, great, you know what I've been thinking. So this is boggy talk. So I'm gonna just be blunt. Let's get boggy. Um, what I've been thinking about during the whole Mars Hill thing is how Stephen Furtick at Elevation Church is literally the exact same. I mean, he, he had it's people color, they had coloring books that said the visionary and they colored his picture. Yeah, in their like, kids ministry, they colored pictures of the pastor and were like, he's our, almost like he's our hero. Yeah. Yeah. And I know stories of arrogance. I know story. I mean, it's a Stephen Furtick show, mm-hmm. but the people don't have enough biblical knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't emphasize doctrine to even really begin to deal with that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, nope, he's the guy and he's anointed. At Mars Hill, it was this tension that built up because they were actually in the Bible, you yeah. know, and so these began to recognize, recognize these patterns it. of, yep. and so 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 you know that's why I am big on like. People need to know the word for themselves and 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 that's going to help them to when their spouse says something to say, like, are they just saying something to me that I need to work on or is what they're saying whack and there's danger here? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I think, you know, to be clear, it's uh, to be clear in the boggy. We're not talking about, hey, we have a different interpretation. No, and, no. We're talking yeah, about yeah. like. You know, because that's going to happen. We're going to have different interpretations right. of scripture, and you know. But what we're talking about is like when people say things that are just clearly out of line. Like I remember a friend one time who was just struggling with a decision, and and ultimately he was deciding like, well, do I need to move? Like this, his his parent had just been diagnosed with um, multiple sclerosis, and he was just yeah. wrestling with not living close and being available to help serve his parents. Yeah. And he, you know, he loved where he was, but really felt like I was like, hey, you need to move back and help. Uh, in this situation. And someone told him, well, if you're not happy about this situation, then it's not of God. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you can get into semantics and what does he mean by happy? But he was ultimately saying like, oh yeah, this doesn't, this isn't, you're not happy about this. So it's not of God. No, like you can like have joy and not (laughs) be (laughs) (laughs) but that is, you know, and that's a pretty generic illustration, but it, I mean, it's true, but that is honestly how a lot of people live their lives. Like, does this make me feel good? Then it's obviously of God. Yeah. So, so it's interesting because hearing stuff like that isn't a strange noise to you if you're not in the word. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why Paul instructed the the Timothy to, you know, to teach so that people would not be, that's why there should be elders and teachers in the Bible so that they would not be swerved but to and fro mm-hmm. by cunning doctrine. Right. You know, and so like, I think that people who aren't grounded in the word are quick to jump to whatever belief system. And I don't, you know, it sounds like we're just saying church doctrine, but I mean, belief system that's being sold to you in the world. Yeah, like, like the indoctrination right. that you're experiencing in culture of, you know, exactly. But, but when you're grounded in the word, those things become strange to you. You're like, wait a second. 
just be happy. Well, I know what God thinks about marriage, or I know what God thinks about purity, or I know what God thinks about whatever. And so I, I do think that like, this is so important to just be somebody who is saturated in the word. And then to ask people, because mm -hmm. when you're, when, yeah. when part of it is godly teaching, if you're not saturated in the word is a strange noise yeah. to you. Mm -hmm. And as a, you know, and you, you teach, you know, most Sundays here and I teach some, Michael teaches some and other people, but don't you appreciate it when you've, after you've taught and someone comes to you and says, Hey, you said this. And I want to be sure that I understand what you're saying. Like, they're not like saying you said this wrong, but they're asking because they want clarity. Like, don't you appreciate that? No, I tell them go and listen again. <laughs> <laughs> Cause obviously I'm right. Yeah. Maybe if you weren't on Facebook during my sermon, no, I do. I do. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, especially so. before the second service. Right. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. I need to you know, clarify that like sometimes because sometimes it is like, Oh, I didn't realize that it's something. Yeah. Yeah. We're not perfect. You know? And sometimes it is like, Hey, you said this and I don't think that's what you meant to say. And we've, you know, do that to each other too. Like I've, I've said something and you're like, Hey, you, you, you don't say that again. I was like, Oh no, I didn't mean to say it that way. Sometimes it is a simple, like how we said it. But if someone like genuinely has a question, like it's not offensive. If someone's that was just in the sermon when you said you need to put your big girl britches on. And <laughs> I was like, home. you're not a girl. You shouldn't say that, Justin. <laughs> yeah. That's a direct quote, <laughs> but it's like, we've struck in that sermon from the record. Don't go right. looking for it. You'll never find it, <laughs> yeah. but it's just refreshing to have, yeah. you know, and even like if I'm leading a live group and if someone, you know, I, sometimes as a life group leader, I sometimes when someone says something, it's, it's hard as a pastor leading a life group because you, you walk that fine line of when someone says something. <laughs> That's why I like, don't lead a life group. Yeah, Justin. Hey, how'd you get out I'm of like, that? no, you're wrong. Cause you want to, that's like, not what the Bible says. <laughs> Cause I'm not, you know, none of us are experts, but you also don't want to come across as like, well, obviously. <laughs> so you have to handle that just yeah. kindly and gently and, you know, redirect and how about this? But I, you know, it goes back to like, it's okay. We should be, we should be asking questions. And I think this goes back to, dulling our senses if our senses are dulled then we don't even yeah, recognize that's good. the danger that's good you know we watch we love um the olympics olympics were this you know the 2020 olympics happened in late summer 2021 and we watched wait the it. olympics happened the olympics happened yes oh, okay it was great uh we just love watching it because it's mm. it's amazing to see uh these individuals and teams can really push themselves to do um but there's lots of commercials. I've been disappointed in political issues, so I boycotted America. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you're <laughs> that's that's a little extreme, but there are some people who <laughs> yeah, they feel yeah, that anyway, way. You hear so, me? That's right. I see you. That's right. They're like, you preach. Yeah, I don't. Have I hope a you feel. About I hope that. you feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. And okay. Agree. Anyway, sorry, Olympics. But my bad. Even just watching the commercials this year. There's a lot of themes present in the commercials that, mm -hmm. you know, and we're watching with our kids mm -hmm. and it's good because we're, we're talking about these things. And it's like we have to recognize that culture is catechizing us like culture is teaching us, you know, things, whether we realize it or not. And if we aren't in tune with uh, what the word says and, you know, what, he, what Jesus shows us, though, we aren't in tune with like with scripture, like we can just find ourselves in this place where we are not questioning things, yeah. or not recognizing things. And, and so we, we want to watch, like for us as parents, we want to watch these things with our kids and then say, Hey, what did you see in that commercial? And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes they're oblivious. And so we don't feel like, you know, based on their age, don't have to press into it. But then we're like, Hey, you know, you notice this and here's what they're trying to, you know, there, there, there's an agenda in a lot of publicity to say, Hey, this is okay. And this is okay. And we don't, you know, not that we 
uh, don't love people, but this isn't okay. And this is why we're called mm-hmm. to, you know, yeah, you, you, I kind of alluded to it earlier. And I think you talked about this whenever we did a podcast on, I don't know what the episode was. We were talking <laughs> about being a good listener. Obviously yeah. I wasn't, but I do <laughs> remember you saying listener. that like, you know, it's important that when we're talk, communicating people, we say what I'm hearing is, yeah. and I think that's really key to being someone who discerns strange noises mm-hmm. is we need to be aware of what we are hearing. Yeah. Like not necessarily what's being told to us, what we're hearing. And then we begin to deal with, okay, am I hearing correctly? Um, or is what I'm hearing correct? And it's an issue. Um, you know, I, I think really being aware of what we're hearing. One thing that I try to ask guys who I meet with on a regular basis is what is God teaching you? Mm-hmm. I just want to hear what are they hearing from God? You yeah. know, I don't, what do you read in the Bible? First, first Samuel. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now I want to hear what, it, what is God teaching yes. you? And usually they're going to reveal if they're in the word about that. And I, I just think that, you know, that's key. And, and I think we've kind of hit on all of it, but you know, a noise might be strange to us because there is something out of whack, out of collaboration in us and, and we need to deal with it. And, you know, again, I know that this keeps coming up, but sometimes a lot of that is from trauma that we have experienced throughout our life and we need to be getting help, you know, for those things because it, it, Mm -hmm. you know, so I have ear hearing issues. Mm -hmm. I can't hear that well out of my right ear. Which It'll, is why that's why you turn all the way. Yes, yes, that's right. That's why I'm listening, you know, but I legitimately just can't hear correctly. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm aware of that. Yeah. And so you, I legitimately hear weird stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm like, certainly they didn't say that, you know? Um, and so I've got to deal with that. And I think if you've been through trauma and there's something mm-hmm. impaired, you've got to deal with that. And, right. and, you know, yes, your friends should care. Like I tell my family all the time, you need to speak clearer and louder. Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, like it's my issue. I've got to be aware of it. And I think, you know, that that's true of people to get healthy. And then then you kind of move forward with the the processing. Right. Because we've talked about like the external voices and being able to recognize. And it's just as important that we're yeah. able to recognize these internal mm, voices. That's that, true too. Yeah. You know, the constant monologue we have going on in our head. Uh, I, I was thinking about this. What are you talking this. about? <laughs> is he talking about me right now? <laughs> Which version of me is Is anybody right who now? listening to this right now? Why, did they, why They're probably thinking Justin's dressed up way better than James. Well, I am wearing a very, So what are you talking about in a monologue? This shirt is a very loud shirt. I was thinking yeah. this, this shirt is a pretty loud. It's pretty bright for us. And I kind of had like, can I pull this off? I don't know, but it was. I should have worn this when we talked about being in the dark. You're wearing black. Yeah. This is the the light. Uh, Oh, wow. But I was thinking about strange noises. Let's redo these episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sorry. But um, so one of our kids was at home and they called because they thought they heard a noise in the house and they were convinced that someone was in the house. And we talked them through it. And I. It was me going, hello, (laughs) hello, I was was flashing back to a time when I was in, I think I was in middle school or high school and I uh, was home from school. I was sick and it wasn't bad enough that my parents needed to stay, but it was like, I couldn't go. So I remember being upstairs (laughs) in my parents' house and probably like half asleep, half awake, but hearing noises downstairs to the point where I, I was hearing, like I was convinced there was somebody in the house. Mm. And it wasn't, then it became like, I wasn't just hearing noises. Like I was hearing the conversation. Like I was hearing them, let's go up there and get them. You know, so I'm like half asleep, half, but I remember being so scared. Like in that moment thinking there's someone in the house and I'm sick and I can't do anything. And so it's recognizing like what, what saved the day was like, finally, I just said, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs. Mm. And you go downstairs and you realize, there's no one here. Mm. Um, 
you know, I think that's kind of what we have to do with these voices we may hear in our head, because I think a lot of people struggle with that inner monologue. And I think for a lot of believers, it's a, it's a self-condemnation, you know, and, and maybe you can speak to this, you know, personally, I think for myself, there's a lot of, you know, there's that negative, like, you know, you're not, you're, you're going to mess this up. You know, you like, it's, we talked about the analysis paralysis last week, mm-hmm. like thinking through all these possible scenarios and I'm going to just mess it up or, or doing like finishing something, finishing a job, finishing a task and, or even a Sunday, you know, cause you mm-hmm. finish a Sunday and you're already thinking about the next few. And it's like, well, that could have been better. And that could, and it's like, you're beating yourself up and it's like, or even just in a temptation struggle, you're like, you beat yourself up and you're like, but wait a minute, that is not God. Like right. that is those, those thoughts are not, now conviction is of yeah. the spirit, but like recognizing those thoughts and being able to, to, you know, really like, I hate to say this cause it sounds mm-hmm. so like schmarmy, but like, you got to talk back to those things. Like, uh, you know, Romans 12, Paul writes, you know, renew your mind. Like, you know, don't be, tra- don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds and then you'll know God's will. So that mm-hmm. renewing of your mind and the truth, it comes back to the word. Um, and we talked about this in our life group a few weeks ago, but those that God knows our thoughts, like he knows everything. And this, this is from first John chapter three and it's 19 and 20. It says, by this, we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart mm-hmm. and he knows everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, so God knows, God knows what we're dealing with. He knows who we are. God, God sees us as his children, you know, and as a dad, you know, you, you see your children struggle and your, your children will struggle get mad about something there. They'll say, I'm so this, I'm so dumb. I'm so, they get frustrated themselves. And as a dad, you're like, stop that. Like that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Stop it right now. Um, I remember one time a kid was struggling with homework and he was, it was struggling with math. This was a few years ago. And he was like, I'm just so dumb. I'm so dumb. And I said, <laughs> I was like, you are a Wyatt. And Wyatt's are not dumb. So stop saying that. That is a mm-hmm. lie. And I think like God's like, you're mine. And my mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. are not condemned. Like mm-hmm. they are in me. And I think it's like, we have to be in this place where we could recognize those thoughts and fight back with the truth. And it goes back. We said it last week. We said mm-hmm. it again this week. It comes back to knowing the truth. Mm-hmm. I just talked a lot. So you talk. Yeah. So um, I want to take your illustration. So you're in the house and you hear this strange noise downstairs, you know, and strange noise is saying, hey, you can't do this. Mm. You know, you really don't deserve to be married. You don't deserve to be a dad or mom. You don't deserve to be a pastor. You don't deserve Mm -hmm. to have your job. You don't whatever. And it's your fault and blah, blah, blah. So first of all, okay, if if I'm hearing that, is that real? If I know the truth, Mm -hmm. you know, and if I have something written to me from the one who of with all authority – uh, who declares everything, yeah. um, that's going to help me. And so in those moments, which I have a lot, um, it's so helpful. F- I have to be just reminding myself of who I am in Christ, you know, and the gospel message is just so clear. And and, and I think like the clearest thing I want to say is I, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about their job and they didn't know if they were going to succeed in the, their job. And And I said, hey, you know that if you don't succeed in this job, it has nothing to do with your worth, right? right. Yeah. It just means your role mm-hmm. is going to be different. Right. Like, 
So mm-hmm. let that go. Like, mm-hmm. don't that tie that to your worth at all. The cross has loudly declared what <laughs> yes. you are worth. You are yeah. breathing. You are here because God has said, you are my son or you are my daughter. Like that, man, there's just something about that that says, you know what? And even if I go downstairs and something gets me, yeah. I'm going to be resurrected from the dead. <laughs> right. Like, there's that something about me, yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Now, I will say what makes that situation so much better, and it's, it's always the case, is if I have somebody upstairs with me mm-hmm. who I could say, look, I might just be thinking this weird thing about me. Yes. But can we go see if this strange noise is true? Mm-hmm. And they go with you. Yeah. And it's and they might be like, dude, it's in your head. Yeah. Or they might be like, oh, there is some truth here. You know, yeah. I mean, not the extent. And, and let's deal with it. Right. Again, you know, we don't always have that, but, and and I would just say like, as believer, like, first of all, like, that's why people are like, I'm a Christian without a church. You're the person upstairs hearing strange noises with nobody to walk with you downstairs mm-hmm. and see what it is. Like, yeah. that's who you are. It is going, eventually something's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and you're just paralyzed in your room by yourself, not doing church. Right. Yeah. Like, but then as the church, like, and I'm, I preached on this a few weeks ago, like. When people start voicing, this is what I'm hearing. This is the shame I'm feeling. Like, let's go down there together. Yeah, exactly. Even if I think you're completely silly, like, right. let's go down that road, right. man. Let's yeah. go down those stairs and let's talk about yeah. why you feel that way. Yeah, confess it and then renew it. Like, you know, speak the truth over it and walk with people in that and help. And, you know, not just to, not just to commiserate, because I think that's what sometimes people do. They're like, yeah, I feel the same way. And that's where the conversation is like, no, but let's, let's, let's investigate this together. Let's who are you? Who are we? Because of Jesus, who are we? And, 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 and you know, remember the refrigerator that made weird laser noises when you were a kid? Like, did you have one of those? Uh, you no, grew up in a fancy house. I grew up in a trailer. So you <laughs> didn't have that. We, my so, parents literally had like, the same refrigerator for 30 years. Like they just recently ours had would be like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and it's like, that noise was real, right? And it would be aggravating and distracting. Like, and there's some truth to that. And, it, and it's just going to be with me. But if people were around... Mm. And the voices drowned it out. And yeah. I wasn't even focused on that. Right. And like, there is, I'm not saying like, don't deal with problems, mm-hmm. but there are some things that are just always going to be with you. Yeah. And when people are around you right. speaking truth in your life, mm-hmm. those little noises, they they really right. are obsolete. Yeah. Like, it's almost like when you hear those things, it's like they, they drown out the noise or you, or you, or you grab the script, you know, you yeah. grab the script of who I am, of who God says I am, who he is. And you you renew your mind in that truth. And so Justin, you'll Brenner, you'll get your Buckingham Palace. <laughs> That's right. I will. I declare it. No, that is false teaching right there. Yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, he didn't get... No. If you've seen Cool Runnings, he didn't get no, the Buckingham that's Palace. Right, didn't happen for him. Poor guy. Well, uh, <laughs> so if this is you, so, so we've we had uh, an episode uh, last season about mental health. Like that, that is certainly a piece of this. Uh, we had um, a few weeks ago a sermon on spiritual warfare, and you talked about this. That is certainly a piece of this. We could talk a lot more, but the the point is, is that we need to be able to recognize strange noises externally and internally and know what to do. And if yeah. part of what knowing to do is saying, hey, I need someone to talk to about this. I need uh, people, uh, whether that's just, uh, not just, whether that's a life group, whether that's people, uh, your friend, community relationship, but if that's even a professional counselor, like do it, absolutely yeah, right. do it. Uh, and and get the clarity that we need to, to hear 
the the truth. You know, like scripture says, test the spirits and you can't test the spirits if you're not walking in the spirit, the Holy Spirit working in you. So sharpen your senses. That's so, right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, uh, hey, thanks for joining us for this episode. Join us uh, next week as we talk about another fear, the fear of masks. And we're going to we're going to wear masks next week the whole time. Not not like uh, not PPE, PPE. Go, but we're going to like go find scary clown masks. Boogeyman and- mask. <laughs> Boogeyman. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.